0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part.
1: Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome everyone to the show for this Thursday morning. And a brand new month. Welcome to October. The month of Halloween. We're going to have a lot to uh, talk about today. We're going to find out about a new uh, crime podcast called The Con and the Counselor later this morning. uh, Hosted by a reformed convict and a lawyer. So we've got that coming up later this morning. Uh, Urban Dictionary Game? Yes, Urban Dictionary Game. Coming up later. Were you asking? I was trying to I was kind of just Working it through my mind If we If we said (laughs) we had An Urban Dictionary game uh, Today Uh, or not We did So that was a lot of fun Look to your right Urban Dictionary Yeah Um, We're gonna Well here Do you guys wanna hear What happened on Mass Singer last night
2: (laughs) I saw it
1: Yeah You watch it every season Like in In real time
2: I think the only one I didn't watch Was the second season
1: All right so I guess there's a It's crazy. What the hell was he? Like a gecko or a spider monkey gremlin. or something? A uh, gremlin. There you go. Uh so the Gremlin singing and, and then Goes crazy. He he decides to take off his costume. He mm-hmm. doesn't like the heat anymore, so and it turns out to be uh an Academy Award nominated actor who also has a reputation for being for having a screw loose. It's not Gary Busey. It sounds like I'm describing Gary Busey. It's not Gary Busey.
3: <laughs>
1: okay.
2: I love that. I watched like four episodes.
1: I'm, I'm going to guarantee you, you right seen... now that that was uh, planned ahead of time. Absolutely.
2: No, I don't think so because they were. I mean, there was one point where it looked like he wanted to fight Robin Thicke. And then Robin's like, "Oh, I, like they know each other apparently," and so he's like, "Yeah, yeah, like we've hung out in uh, Miami." He's like, "Yeah, I know. Shh, quiet." Like it's just really a weird interaction between all of them.
1: As close as you can be, hundred percent certain about anything, I'm that certain that this was Mickey Rourke said. Look, I'll do it, but I'm not in for the. I'll I'll come on and make a cameo, but he, you know, I don't. I only want to be in one episode or whatever. Uh, All right, so that was on uh, Mass Singer last night. Why don't we uh, go ahead and go around the room, everybody talk about what you're uh, working on. Uh, Big sports night last night. Brandon, what do we have coming up in sports today? Uh,
4: Major League Baseball is moving forward, and they're planning on having fans in the stands for the NLCS and the World Series.
1: Uh, We also found out that a game is going to be postponed because a bunch of Tennessee Titans uh, came tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah,
4: yesterday they announced they were going to postpone it. There's nothing official yet, but it looks like they're leaning towards either a Monday or Tuesday game time for the Titans-Steelers.
1: All right, and uh, Thursday night football tonight on the NFL Network, it is the battle of the losers. The New York Jets 0-3, host the Denver Broncos 0-3, so you don't want to miss that. Lisa, how about news? What do we have coming up on the news front today?
2: Today was the dreaded day. A lot of airline workers have been worrying about. Airlines say roughly about 40,000 workers are going to be laid off today. Uh, This is the expiration date for the federal coronavirus aid since the pandemic hit uh, about Flights are down, air travel 70% from last year, mm-hmm. um, and many carriers, including United and Americans, say they're going to be cutting jobs if they don't get additional aid. Uh, Delta and Southwest said that they are good for now and they're able to hold on to their jobs. Part of me thinks this may have something to do with the fact with also uh, people feel safer riding on Southwest and Delta Airlines. They're the ones that are still guaranteeing uh, middle seats are going to be open. So a lot of people feel more comfortable flying on those airlines right now, Um, whereas you have American that have already started filling their flights up to capacity. Now with them cutting more flights, cutting staff, uh, safe to say a lot of people are going to be kind of feeling a little uncomfortable on those flights right now, but even more uncomfortable, the people who are losing their jobs.
1: So if if you're unclear, like, wait, what was the deadline? This was the bailout. In order to get the government money for the bailout, the airlines had to agree we won't cut any jobs until, and it turns out, Today. Time's up, yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh, the, um, the Democrats do want to put something in the next stimulus bill to help out the airline industry, uh, whereas I believe the Republicans are more of saying that the airline industry kind of needs to adapt and change with the times.
1: Uh, I think I agree. You, you
4: know I mean, it helps you're with gonna, the stimulus? Yeah. Is taking some of those bonus checks that they're still giving their executives and letting that actually, you know, provide True. that to the people who are doing the work. Yeah,
1: but if the airline is in a position where they're not— Where they don't need the employees, that money would just be to to pay you know just for to pay the salaries. It it wouldn't mean that they would get more business. It would just mean, oh, we're going to take the money to pay these. Do you see what I'm saying? No. No. Okay. So (laughs) the reason the airlines are laying people off is because flights are down. They're not doing as many flights. They Mm -hmm. they don't need the people to fill those jobs if you gave the airlines more money and specified well it has to go to pay the employees that wouldn't mean more people were suddenly flying. It would just mean the government is now paying the airline's employees.
2: And not only that, they're they're saying that a lot of the businesses surrounding the airports you know, we could probably talk to Elliot about this, uh, they're down as well. Um, So it's not just, because when you're bailing out the airlines, you're not bailing out, let's say, for instance, the car parking attendants.
1: Again, those businesses in the airport serve customers. Bailing out the airline doesn't mean all of a sudden more customers are going to be booking flights. All it means is the government is paying the workers. I don't see how it would help the surrounding businesses right. at and, all.
2: and especially the fact that, you know, Delta and Southwest, they're, you know, saying, one, they were able to kind of mitigate this by giving those severance packages, but also having people do early retirement, and there was different things that they did to help so that they aren't having to lay people off right now, but A- and I kind of are- agree with the Republicans. I mean, if, if, the, if the travel is down 70%, that means there's uh, that's not going to you know jump up because you give them another stimulus package. The air travel is still going to be down probably uh, for the foreseeable future. Now,
1: now the difference between Southwest and Delta on one hand, and American on the other hand is America is focused on flying full airplanes. That's right. why they're not having the middle seat. But that's but also probably why they're they're not the flying sales are many, down. They're not flying as many flights. Which means they're, they're laying off uh, more employees sooner.
2: Yeah, they're just cramming everyone into those it, planes. It seems like and these, then they're running less flights. What
1: it sounds like is these other airlines are willing to make less profit to keep uh, customers feeling safe and also keep more of their employees working. So, But
2: it's working for them because it's technically, when you're saying less profit, but at the same time, people are, like, for instance, when I've had to fly for an emergency... I took Southwest because I felt more comfortable on a flight that I knew that they were going to at least be doing middle seats uh,
1: aren't going to be open. Well, no, I get you. Who wouldn't? Yeah, who wouldn't want to fly? But that's out why of- you look at.
2: <laughs> but that's why you look at Delta and Southwest, and they're still having people that are you know booking to them. Because when I went, the whole side for American was just very just minimal. Whereas Southwest, there was more customers, but and because there was more flights.
1: Here is uh, somebody recorded their flight attendant. And I guess this flight attendant had been working for American Airlines for years, you know, decades. And this was going to be her last flight. So she uh, she spoke to from the heart to the passengers on what is going to be her last flight. All right. Uh, Joanna, how about entertainment news? What do you have coming up on the entertainment side of things today?
5: Well, speaking of the masked singer... Uh, They had to move from a live audience to a virtual crowd following the pandemic outbreaks. But after that very first episode, fans were very confused when they kept showing shots of the audience and how it was not following social distancing protocol. Well, apparently it's not a real audience. It's just recycled footage from audience of audience past. of previous shows. of previous episodes of times past right and ah. that's why this season you're not seeing every year every season they have like when they bring out a character they do like a little hand gesture or a little movement that signifies that character they're not doing that this season but after that first episode mm. a lot of people were very upset uh but at the very end of mass singer there's a little disclaimer that says it's actually recycled footage of the audience They are following distancing protocols. I
1: had my suspicions they were doing that in season two when they revealed that (laughs) the first eliminated mass singer was was Ninja, who I guess is a Twitch star or whatever. And then they it was real awkward. They cut to the audience and people were like losing their minds. Oh my god! I was like that that seems like they used an earlier reaction shot. <laughs> I'm beginning to think these like, reality TV go- shows are not completely on the level.
5: Um, yeah, maybe it's a little it's a little suspicious. Yeah,
0: it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: podcast. All right, we're going to play another game, which I enjoyed the heck out of the first game of the Urban Dictionary game that we played. But we're going to play. You can play along at home, at work, or wherever you might be. As soon as we get done with sports, Brandon's going to give us uh, a, a, a word or a phrase and we're going to then have a few minutes to try and guess the Urban Dictionary definition. So we got that coming up. That was a lot of fun and I think it really kind of, it was good at getting the creative juices flowing because everybody <laughs> came up, well, they were wrong, but everybody but came up were, with good they answers. They were all yeah.
4: really good answers, yeah.
1: Uh, So, to clarify, because it turns out I was unclear, there are five days left for voter registration in Texas. After October the 5th, if you're not registered, it will be too late. Also, from what I'm seeing here, the 5th is also the deadline to fill out the census. So, if you haven't registered to vote and you haven't responded to the census, please do do both of those things. The census takes maybe five minutes. I mean, maybe Maybe. five minutes. I think... Two was about what I did. And I called yesterday at vote.org. I didn't call. I went to the website. And that took 30 seconds to a minute. You just enter your address and your name, and it tells you if you're registered to vote. Guess what? You are registered to vote. I am registered to vote, guys. There you go. <laughs> right. I thought I was, but I made sure you could go to vote.org. October 5th, 5th is the final day to register to vote in Texas. So for our Texas listeners... Uh, you could register at your county elections department. Uh, you could find a way to uh, register at register the Texas Secretary of State website too.
2: Isn't if you register to vote that's how they get their people for jury duty?
1: Mm-hmm. I believe it is. They, I if have, you have a, a driver's license. Look, don't it? bring up the drawbacks to registering. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we're trying to
1: encourage, we're trying people, to encourage to vote, people to vote. Still,
2: this <laughs> to this day, nobody has ever called me for jury duty. So that's why I've. I've Voted in every election since I was 18
1: I don't want to jinx it But for, for a long time I used to get called multiple times a year For jury duty I never got chosen for a jury I don't want to jinx it But it's been about 5 years Since I've been called for jury duty um, I am. You know my mom is 84 She's never been called for jury duty And uh, she's been a registered voter since 1953 Yeah
2: it's been over 10 <laughs> years And I still haven't been called to jury I duty I always get called for jury duty I remember
1: when I first started working called? here, I got so jealous because well, all you guys got called. It's nothing to be jealous of. I mean, it's your I, civic duty, and no, I want to go. I want to go at to this do point. My civic duty. You want to go? Adventure.
2: Yeah, because I want to see what it's like. Because all you guys say it sucks, so I want to go.
1: Well. My experience has been, you go down and either, right as soon as you walk in the door to check in, they say, uh, yours has been dismissed.
5: Yeah. (laughs) It sucks when you're waiting for them to call and they're like, if we didn't call your name, you're dismissed. dismissed." Right.
1: That's usually what it is, is a dismissal. It gets
5: fun when you get into like a courtroom and then they start saying like, they start uh, eliminating jury I've been
1: called for jury duty probably. Do they
4: immediately kick you out if, if you applaud to like a question?
5: probably. Oh, okay. I was in one in a mall. <gasps> that dude murdered the person. <laughs> you
1: hear Johnny go. That guy totally did it. <laughs> the guy was in there?
5: Yeah, there was a guy in there.
1: Oh, ours was a slip and fall, like a you know, somebody oh, slipped they, to the store and wanted to sue the store and uh but that's as far as I ever got. I I'd, could
4: I could see Buzz as he's if they even dismiss him, they're like, uh, juror number 13, you're not needed anymore. And as he leaves, he would intentionally slip and fall as he's leaving oh, because of yeah. the my oh
1: god where can I ever st- find a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> and he does, that, he does that kind of coy turnaround where he's like hmm mm-hmm. of the tw- I, let's say I've been called 50 to 20 times all but one of them you either got dismissed right as soon as you walk through the door or after thirty minutes or an hour of sitting in this big auditorium. Is it like so. that
4: Abraham Simpson gif where he walks into the uh, to the brothel and Bart's the one that's manning the door? <laughs> so he walks in, puts his hat, sees Bart, spins right back around and walks right out the front door.
1: It's been that quick before, yeah. You you just go in and There's just a dude standing there. No. <laughs> no.
5: No. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, here are some other key election dates: October fifth, last day to register to vote; October thirteenth, in-person early voting starts. You know, I I would consider doing uh, in-person early voting. I don't think I've made. My, I mean, I've made my mind up on some races, but I haven't made my mind up on everything. Uh, I would
2: do it just because it's going to be faster.
1: Uh, I yeah, there's this. never a
4: line. October the thirtieth, yeah.
1: no. last day to early vote in person is October 30th, and then November 3rd is Election Day. Alright, this is the Urban Dictionary game. Brandon is going to give us a word of phrase, and some of these words or phrases have regular definitions. Uh, you, you don't want to write that down because we're definitely looking for the Urban Dictionary version without looking. So, anybody who's going to play, I mean, just don't look. So, Brandon, are you ready? I am. Today's word, rat liquor. Mm- Is it okay if we ask how the word liquor is spelled? Yes. R A T. (laughs) Got that. Dash L I C K E R. Liquor. Rat liquor. Okay. See, I would have assumed it was rat liquor L-I-Q-U-O-R.
4: Like a rat liqueur.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. A rat liqueur. Rat liquor. Rat liquor. And it's a hyphenated word, huh? It is, yeah. God, this is tougher than the last word we did a couple of days ago. All right, we're going to take a break. In the amount of time that it takes for this break, when we come back, we're all supposed to have our guesses as to what the definition of our Urban Dictionary is of, once again, the word? Rat liquor. Rat liquor, everybody. Get to work. We'll find it. We'll find out if anybody gets it right, and then we'll definitely find out the, the Urban Dictionary definition when the Buzz Adams Morning Show continues right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: We are back to uh, put in our guesses for the Urban Dictionary game. So Brandon gave us a phrase. The phrase was "rat liquor." All right. C K E R. Like obviously you don't put someone who looks rats. I guess technically you'd be right, Shh. but nope. Don't if don't. that's what you put. Why don't. Not? No. Why not? Because that I don't. Brandon, can you explain it?
2: Why? It's whatever your first guess was. Eh.
1: Yes and no. I, I mean, mean, that kind. We're of, looking
4: for something a little more. Look, I have a very. Spe- I have. A specific I really... guess? Okay.
1: All right. Yeah, what you want to hear? No, I'm saying in the, the future it's probably why, not yeah. just. Uh. I mean, the the game won't be fun unless you take a a real. All right. Fine. Creative you guys ready out. for mine? Sure.
2: Okay. The rat licker is the dude who started the bubonic plague. So ah. it was a specific rat liquor and then ever since then they're like oh that guy was but such see, a D-die.
4: There you go. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're looking for right yeah. there. Unfortunately not correct.
1: Uh, Here is my answer. I've written it down here.
2: Yeah, they're like, oh man, rat liquor (laughs) number one. Capital R. Yeah. Now everybody who's name. Yeah. Now everybody who starts a plague, they're like, oh man, he's a rat liquor. Okay, that he was number one.
6: Prices
3: have
5: never been lower.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's my definition of rat liquor, and this was a tough one. I'm going to say Urban Dictionary definition: rat liquor, an anti-masker. Somebody so who so willfully defies recommendations from the medical community, they don't wear a mask, they don't social distance, they might as well just go around licking rats.
5: Is the original rat Trump in this scenario? <laughs> All
4: right, Joanna, you got a definition?
5: <laughs> I do. I put someone who licks someone else's rat tail.
2: Oh, that
4: you was, know. you know what? Oh. That's a good the one. The
5: hair, the little rat tail. People are bringing those back.
4: All right. Are we ready for the for the actual answer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a winner. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Because I'm a little concerned that Buzz actually looked it up because he hit the nail on the oh, head. Oh, did I? Pretty much. Well, but no, here's the thing. I, no, I didn't so, look
1: it up, and I didn't look at the comments. Well, I, I didn't look at well, the comments. Well, you
4: can look at the comments. I mean, I don't... My, I, but like. No, I, I take it back. I don't because maybe somebody did look it up. But he hit it pretty on the head. But Lisa was also partly right here.
1: All right, let me hear it Damn directly it. from the Urban Dictionary.
4: So the definition for rat liquor is a person who refuses to wear a mask or take any basic precautions to help society prevent an airborne illness during an epidemic in reference to the bubonic plague oh. being spread by rats.
2: <laughs> so there isn't a so gentleman the, named like Eduardo. who Eduardo rat licker? Yeah, who <laughs> licked
1: a rat. Like that was his job, you know.
2: No, it wasn't his job. He's just a D-bag and he was like, I'm going to lick it. And then boom, plague.
1: No. I mean, in technically
2: fact, it could it would be like a bat eater too would work for that scenario. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, when I was writing that down, I thought I was gonna get eye rolls. It's like, oh buzz, you you only think about, you know, like the anti maskers and stuff, but but I I got it You did on the money. I you know? say you
4: get a full point, Lisa gets a half a point for Join uh it. Uh, for gets, including the bubonic Plague. And she gets a
2: point for creativity. Joanna,
4: Joanna um, we'll buy you a bonus sock bucket later on.
5: Woo! Uh, Only a dollar at
4: the Dollar Tree. So,
1: day. could we start doing uh, Rat Liquor of the Day? Like we could <laughs> every Rat time. Oh, we the do. Yeah. The oh yeah.
4: The dude at Subway. We played it earlier in sound
1: clips. Yeah, yeah. I can bring that up. Here, <laughs> here's a guy, a grown man. By the way, this guy might be like retirement age and he was at a Subway restaurant and, and just listened to... His bold defense of his freedoms. Nobody's forcing you to go to Subway and order yes, a sandwich and dude. not wear a mask. Here, That's... lick
4: this rat, sir. <laughs> I want
2: a sandwich. God, that, that makes no sense. His arguments, Lisa.
1: Cheap. No names, no locations. Rat liquor. That one bar owner is a total rat liquor. You know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that guy is a rat. He licks rats every. What a rat liquor.
0: I, want a sandwich. Sandwich.
1: I need to take that clip home for my kid.
4: Like, to starts throwing a fit. I'm like, do you want to grow up to be this
0: guy? I want a sandwich. Mm-hmm. That is me grown up. All
1: right. Now that's a new phrase that has been added to our lexicon. Rat liquor, everybody. There you go. It is National Pumpkin Spice Day, and it doesn't have to be uh, limited to lattes, anything that's It could uh, be mac pumpkin, and cheese. You know, All right, this is the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. Today's October 1st, also International Music Day. Today is Vegan Baking Day and World Vegetarian Day. Pass. (laughs) 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 Birthdays today include Brie Larson, who played Captain Marvel in the MCU. She is 31 today.
4: What do you think of first Captain Marvel? Because
1: there's a lot of people that really don't like her.
4: Oh, they hate
2: her. Yeah.
1: I, I thought it was kind of wooden and i loved her in room i thought she was great and i was like oh this is going to be a breakout star i thought she was great in room i thought she was just kind of wooden as, as captain marvel
2: i didn't like her in room so i don't i think that like <laughs> went over to captain marvel
1: birthday for zach galifianakis who is 51 today hey there's skittles in there
4: <laughs> it's a satchel indiana jones carries one
1: most people would say their favorite Zach Gal- Galifianakis character was Alan in the Hangover movies. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it's, and I forget the character's name, from uh, Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With Mike, uh, I should say Michael Scott. With uh, Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell, right. Uh, so happy birthday, Zach Galifianakis. Mark McGuire, who fraudulently, fraudulently broke a home run record because he was juiced up on steroids when he broke Roger Maris' home run record in 1998. It is, that record has since been broken fraudulently by another baseball player, Barry Bonds. But Mark McGuire is 57 today. And is he the
3: guy
5: who hit the pigeon? No,
1: that's no, that was the big Randy unit, Johnson. Randy Johnson. The big unit, Joanna, is what they called him. You know why they called him the big unit?
5: <gasps> why? They had a big unit. <laughs>
1: Did he?
4: Well, I would imagine so. He's six foot ten. His name
2: now? He's huge.
1: Actor uh, Randy Quaid. Is seventy? That is the crazy one of the Quaid brothers. Uncle Eddie, Uncle Eddie from National Lampoon's Vacation movies.
2: Is he alive? I thought he
1: died. No, no, he's, he's still a, around. He's bearded a, and crazy, on the run from who he calls. Is he
2: still hot, on the lam? I don't know. Not on the
4: lam, but is he still
2: <laughs> running from something?
1: Yeah, he had to take off for squatting in some property, and then he said that hot, uh, Star Whackers were after him. That there were a group of people who were killing like. And he listed, like, every notable star who died, Heath Ledger, Brittany Murphy, and he said that the star-whackers were after him.
4: Oh, don't go putting on that stuff on my sled, Clark. You know that metal plate in my head? Well, I had to have it replaced, because every time captain would rev up the microwave, I'd pee my pants and forget who I was <laughs> for a half hour or
3: so.
1: <laughs> Baseball Hall of Famer Rod Carew is 75 today. Julie Andrews, who played Mary Poppins in the original movie, is 85. No idea she was still around. She is. And President Jimmy Carter is 96. Still building houses, too, man. Still actually getting out there and and driving the nails in the wood and everything? Yeah. All right. A couple of dates in history to share with you. 130 years ago in 1890. Uh, Yosemite was declared a national park and then we all called it Yosemite until earlier this year when we were informed by President Trump that it's Yosemite uh, is how you pronounce that but Yosemite was declared a national park by Congress in 1890 58 years ago 1962 Johnny Carson made his first appearance as host of the Tonight Show he was not the original host of the Tonight Show there had been two hosts before him I have a trivia question. It's not... I'm not going to ask you to name the host who were before him, uh, although it was uh, Steve Allen, Jack Parr. But the guests on his show that night in 1962 for Johnny Carson's first uh, first Tonight Show were Groucho Marx, Mel Brooks, Tony Bennett, Rudy Valley, and Joan Crawford. So A lot of guests for one show. Well, it was a big show. So out of those guests... Who's still alive? Is anybody from Go that? Go through him one more time. All right. Groucho Marx. Dead. Mm-hmm. Mel Brooks. Alive. Yes. Tony Bennett.
4: Alive. Yes. Alive. And, yep. to- and
1: totally uh, knocking
4: boots with uh, Lady Gaga. I,
1: I yeah. hope. Let it happen. Rudy Valley. Dead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Joan Crawford. Dead. 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 That's right.
0: Five for five!
1: Very good. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
0: Podcast.
1: Coming up later... I'm going to say top of the hour, we're going to talk to the host of the Counselor in the Con podcast. It's a crime podcast featuring an former convict turned comedian Iggy Samaniego and a current attorney or counselor, Cam Nichols. So uh, we're going to have both of them in a little bit later in the hour. New contest is looking for the person with the oldest pizza in their freezer.
2: Ew.
1: I don't think I've ever let a a pizza get too old. You ever forgotten one in the oven, though? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you put it in the oven, and then it's just blackened remains. Charred remains. Yeah, it's happened from time to time. Oh,
2: I need to clean my oven.
1: Papa Murphy's uh, Pizza... (laughs) It, Joanna doesn't have an of it. She just cooks her pizza in a bucket, I guess. <laughs> bucket. <laughs> Papa Murphy's Pizza's holding contests are trying to find the person with the oldest frozen pizza in the country. Dig through your freezer and take a picture of the expiration date on your oldest pizza. Then tweet it to Papa Murphy's. What is Papa Murphy's? Is that a frozen or a restaurant? I think I, that's
2: a like it's a Papa restaurant. Murphy's
1: is a restaurant where you
4: bake the pizza at your home. They make it right. for you fresh, but they don't bake it. You go pick it up. You go home. Pop it in the oven. It's really good pizza. They used to
2: have one in uh, next door in the in Las Cruces, but I, I I think it closed down.
1: That's a good idea. Like if you want restaurant quality pizza, I mean, well, uh, Tombstone delivery, is fine, it's but it's, DiGiorno. it, DiGiorno's fine, but it's it Dujorno's fine, but it's you're not going to mistake that for delivery. <laughs> You ever have those,
4: uh, like, individual Red Baron pizzas?
2: Yeah. Oh, oh those, those are, are good. great. So
4: yeah. good. But we're all forgetting the best one here. Uh, Totino's? Tombstone? Totino's! Yeah! Hell
1: yeah! I don't think I've ever had Totino's.
4: You sir sure suck! Pizza it looks kind of
1: <laughs> Are you talking about pizza rolls?
3: No! It's like,
4: they, I mean, they have Totino's pizza rolls, but there's yeah. the actual pizza. And they just changed it recently, a, a few years ago, because they used to be... Did they change it to quick? They changed the packaging or something on it. The like, packaging it my mind. is different. Yeah.
1: Did, do you know what? Uh, so I've seen Totinos, but it. maybe it's something with the packaging. It didn't look appealing. It didn't appealing. look appealing, right?
4: Like I would see it in so there. It looked kind of good. generic. It's one of those one I huh. can eat. I can eat. Knock out two of those things. Look oh, at so split. No problem.
5: As, I don't know. Red Baron is pretty. Bombed. And if you like time it right, the crust is nice. And
4: yeah, Red Baron's should, pretty good. Red Baron's good. But the individual ones. The yeah. individual oh, ones. Dude, I'm going to go or get the French on the friends. way home. Le- Lisa, do you want to get the a French news breaker? Or- yeah, we can now. Sorry. Well, no, I- let's talk about sock buckets <laughs> and
5: uh, sock buckets. Yeah. I forgot to take a picture of the sock bucket. I know. It, that's and this okay. morning I went into All right, my sock bucket.
1: So take a picture. I'll take a picture of my four oh, sock four. drawers.
2: Ridunculus.
5: Are they in the same, like...
1: Ca- like piece of furniture? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's a chester chest of drawers. Or uh-huh. um but I have all my clothes someplace else and I just use the the drawers.
4: He for keeps socks. his everyday clothes in his wardrobe.
2: I see. Is there a witch in that wardrobe
5: though?
1: <laughs> There's a lion. Lion <laughs> Lion ate the witch. Oh. I'm afraid. Okay. Uh, no, it's just Nico in and- there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams morning show podcast. We're gonna talk about a a new true crime podcast. And we're going to have the podcast host on the air with us, but we need to break in with a quick sports update. Football! All right, Brandon, the breaking news. Let's start off with that.
4: Yeah, the breaking news. The Titans-Steelers game, they had been looking at Monday or Tuesday to possibly play this game because the Titans had a few COVID, uh, positive COVID-19 tests pop up. Uh, It's not going to be played this week. They're going to be looking to schedule it later in the season. There were two more positive tests in Tennessee, one player and one personnel. That brings the total to 11 within the the Titans organization, five players, and six other employees. So again, this is a big one for fantasy football owners, especially if you have a Titans or Steelers player, they are not playing week four. It's going to be played later in the season.
1: Are you going to have to bench any of your players on your fantasy team?
4: I got James Conner, man. He's the starting running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I'm playing my mom this week, and she's got Derrick Henry, who's the starting running back for the Tennessee You're Tigers. in a
1: fantasy football league with your mom? That's why I
4: started it, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Lakers beat the Heat game one of the NBA Finals uh, last night. Oh, and tonight on Thursday Night Football, it's a barn burner Two winless teams. You've got the 0-3 New York Jets and the 0-3 Denver Broncos. So exciting stuff tonight on Thursday Night Football yeah, that's not a guarantee. Somebody they, they could, could tie. tie. <laughs> that happened over the weekend, didn't it? Uh, so I want to tell you about this new podcast we're going to talk to the host right now. It's The Counselor and the Con, and it features attorney Cam Nichols. Hi, Cam.
6: Good morning, Buzz. Good
1: morning, and welcome to the studio. And former con, t- right? Yes, former, yeah. Yeah, turned comedian Iggy Samaniego. I mentioned that Iggy is... Uh, Nico's comedy mentor, and some people, you need to turn your microphone. Look, on. You, you need to turn my microphone <laughs> yeah, on. <you> uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a
7: ringing endorsement of my comedy by
1: saying that, but thank you, thank you, buddy. I don't know if it's a ringing endorsement for Iggy either. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what most people were. So I, I should be upfront. I've known Iggy for a number of years, so I'm I'm going to ask you questions. You know that I wouldn't normally ask. You know, unless. Because I know the answers. To- I, no, I not that I don't know the answers, but that like I know Iggy, but we're not close enough that I would be prying into his personal stuff. And now you are, unless we were drinking, you know, <laughs> like if it was, you know what I mean. We could when do you, that when you get to a point where you're just really telling personal stuff. But that's every Tuesday for me, man. Yeah, but you you're pretty personal when you talk about your your criminal career, which is in the past, right? Yeah, yeah, I have to, man. I'm I'm being open about all this.
6: He tells the truth, and then I break in and tell him to say allegedly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so all this stuff is uh, allegedly. So tell me about... uh, Well, first of all, let me tell you where you can get the podcast. You can uh, get the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, Overcast. It's The Counselor and The Con. So tell me a little bit about the the format. You guys kind of take a different... Angle of crime or a different crime, and talk about it every week.
6: Right? There's a so lot of- far.
1: There's only been two episodes. <laughs> right.
6: We've we've recorded three, but there's two that are out there. Uh, there are a lot of true crime podcasts that have been released lately. Most of them focus on murders and serial killers. So we wanted to take a slightly different attack and talk more about street crime and property crime, and honestly, the type of crime that Iggy has experienced. Allegedly. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Allegedly.
6: <laughs> and uh, So uh, our format is typically we'll talk about some sort of true true uh, crime story uh, that's maybe from the news or from a website or from some true account that we've heard from the, the victim or from a participant, and then Iggy will talk some about his experience, and I throw in uh, what Iggy calls tidbits about the law. Legal yeah.
1: tidbits. <laughs> tidbits. Yeah. Otherwise known as the law. Actual facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm just looking at the two episodes, and I don't, you know, you, the, you listen to the whole episode, but episode two is note jobs. Can you just tell me what a note job is?
6: Sure. A note job is actually a type of bank robbery where the robber goes to the teller and basically either says or gives them a note saying, give me your money. And then takes the money and leaves. And you can compare that with like a takeover bank robbery, which is the kind you see in the movies.
4: Reservoir Dogs,
1: yeah, something like that. Uh, quick Change. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite heist movies. Now, that, uh, this isn't a crime that you've ever allegedly been involved with. You've never done a note a note job at a bank, have you? No, but allegedly. My,
8: no, but my dad used to be a bank robber in Your Dad
1: was a bank robber. Yeah, yeah
8: that was uh, after he was, was a family cop. tradition. Wait, did you say it was after he was a cop? Yeah, he was a motorcycle cop, and uh, he got fired, and then went to prison for some... I forgot what he went to prison for, but then became a bank robber when he got out. And do you know if your dad did note jobs? I don't
1: even know the dude. I just know he did that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so a, a, a note job, you hand the note, and what's the? Uh, what do you find the response is? I, I've heard, oh, they're they're instructed just to give you all the money. So
6: one of the things we do on episode two is I interviewed a bank teller who'd been the victim of a bank robbery. Uh, She needed to remain anonymous, so I'm retelling her story. But I I got the information straight from a bank teller. And they are trained extensively on this. But typically, yes, the idea is to get the person out of the robbery situation with as little emotion and issue as possible to keep everyone safe.
7: Also, you talked about the countermeasures like bait money. I had never heard of bait money before. Mm. Do you know, like, all well, I don't know, this is public information, but like, every bank teller will have a certain stack of bait money in their register. And if they get robbed, then they're supposed to give them that money. And it has the serial numbers all written down. So that's what they know. That's they, how
6: they know that, that if they've caught the right person, if they've got those serial numbers.
1: So in every, I feel like I'm, I might be telling, like, telling stuff I'm not supposed to mention, but no, like, this is all on as, Wikipedia. Don't worry, it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> every, every teller has, I guess a stack of bills and they don't that is only there to give in the case of a bank robbery correct
6: are they consecutively
1: numbered because that's a thing they do in movies I want non-consecutive non-consecutive numbered bills
6: I don't know the details about how they assign the numbers to that but I I do know that it's a pretty common practice in banks uh, nowadays
1: Have you ever seen that thing where the bank robbers think they've gotten away and they're like, we got all this money? And then they open the duffel bag and it just like explodes in their face and turns them blue. I always thought about that, man. I would check the bag before I left the bank. Like, let me see what you put in here real quick. Right. Why don't they just check it? It's like, I'm going to look in here. And if it explodes and there's blue dye, (laughs) somebody's going to get get hurt. Yeah.
8: And on that episode, we also interviewed a, a comedian dude that robbed. How many banks did this cat rob? He
6: was involved in nine robberies. Oh, I know.
8: Anthony. Actually Anthony Perez.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Did, it's he, okay. did he use his name on yes. the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Perez, who's also a comic.
6: We we did a great interview with him in episode two, where he talks about his bank robberies and why he got started.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Wasn't it? He, he, he had just heard that. That they're easy to do? From his mom.
6: <laughs> he did hear about them from his mom, but the real reason was because he was getting married and needed to pay for a wedding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we'll see. Stuff. Am I either, either going to become a bank robber or am I going to do a cheapie at the Justice of the Peace? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking he did it to get caught so he didn't have to get married. <laughs> That's what I would have done.
6: <laughs> I mean, one prisoner or another.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Episode one is burglary. And Iggy, allegedly, burglary is something you know a little bit about. Yeah, yeah, a lot. You know, I, I, I want to tell you this story. Would, back. You cons-
7: Wait, would you consider yourself just a regular burglar or a cat burglar?
8: Uh, I used to be a cat burglar, but I had to quit. Cause w- what's the difference? Cats catch- Nico, you stepped on my punchline.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm curious. What's the difference? Oh, you're I don't still know, the analogous. student. You're not yet the master. <laughs> you got demoted. Listen to your
7: Yoda. What is a,
1: What is a cat burglar?
8: I'm not sure what that means. I just I would say stuff who, man who sneaks think, in without yeah, breaking anything someone or?
2: who's sneakier like, yes. can get in and out without getting caught and
8: that's what, all right then that was me yeah. that was, no, that was me yeah allegedly was, uh, uh, allegedly what uh
1: what do you know about burglary probably that most homeowners don't know you know like uh, if you're gonna leave your home uh I, I leave my home and it does never crosses my mind. gee, somebody might break into my house. How does somebody that knows about burglary see that see that differently? You know, I watched uh,
8: two interviews with uh, former burglars. Both had like fifty or more um, burglaries under their belts, and when they're talking about, I go, "Man, yeah, that's right." Like uh, most burglaries happen during the day, you know. if if you have a second-story house, that was my favorite, because no one locks their second-story window. You, I, I would get in through second-story
1: windows that were never locked. Why in the daytime? Oh, I would have assumed, I guess wrongly, that, that under cover of night, uh, or is that just where more people are likely to be? Is it true that a burglar would much rather rob an empty home?
8: Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't want interaction, man. You don't. Yeah. That way, plus, uh, during the day, I know you're at work, so you're not going to come there until about 3, 5, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you case the house beforehand, right? Yeah, I, I would always do that. Well,
6: He still does that. <laughs>
8: you know, every
7: time we go to a new house, he starts to case it just looking like different angles.
8: I just can't turn it. Well, I could turn it off and like I don't steal no more. But like Buzz, man, I, I know the code to your to your garage. <laughs> I know it. I, I'm not going to break in, but I know the code to your garage because I saw Nico punch it in one time. And I wasn't looking. I just noticed, well, this dude just punched in. nine Sorry. Oh, I almost said it. Can you not tell everybody? I almost said <laughs>
1: it. Don't, don't say it don't say it on the air. Let's uh take a break here for a second, but uh, when we come back I want to ask you like a lot of people say if you have a security system that's going to that's going to throw any burglar off because they don't want to deal with the security system and Iggy is shaking his head no nah. and Cam is shaking her head no so we're going to find out why I, I had heard like burglars will avoid it. Just put a sign that says you have a security system and they'll mm-hmm. just be like, oh, I'm going to go to a different house. You don't, you don't think that's true. We used to steal those signs.
0: <laughs> we used to steal the signs, the alarm signs, man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: The Counselor and the Con is a new podcast that you can get on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast, you can find The Counselor and the Con. The Counselor is attorney. Cam Nichols and the con Is Iggy Samaniego So we were talking about burglary Iggy and you said those signs That say this house protected by so that You would steal the signs but You didn't think well this house Must have an alarm that we're going to trap
8: Yeah but a lot of times They don't turn them on It's little little uh, Characteristics like that of, of human characteristics They don't turn them on or you have kids And you leave before your kids do They probably don't turn them on Plus, if I go into a house and the alarm goes off, I just grab something and take off through the back. You know,
1: like if the alarm goes off, you just grab whatever you. Well, at least that prevented you from taking and, more <laughs> from taking more. Yeah, so true. it was effective in that in that regard. Um, what are some things that that people look for if they're casing a house and thinking, all right, we're going to go for this one? Do, you, do do burglars like to know ahead of time that there's something of value in there, or do they just dip in at random? Well, there's different, there's different types, man. Because there's like smash and grab dudes that don't
8: care, then just go and do it. I would case out a joint. Like perfect example when I, when first time I went to Cam's house, I told Nico, let me just case it out. Like if I was gonna break in, yeah. Just real quick, I did a walk around, like one minute, just walked around. I went, okay, there's no dude that lives here. Rude.
3: So- <laughs> <laughs> it just looked, it looked too Rub it nice, in, man. Right, right? Cam. <laughs>
8: It looked, the place looked too nice, so I went. If I was gonna break in here, I know there's not gonna be a threat of a dude being there. You know, you
1: could tell whether or not a guy lives in the house from the outside of the house. Yeah, yeah. And I told
8: Cam, I told Cam, go buy like a a, a pair of biker boots, the biggest you can find, and put them by your front door. So I'm, I'm trying to case out the jungle. There's a big biker here. No thanks. Or if
1: you want to spend more money, just park a gigantic truck covered in mud out in front. <laughs> cause figure That'll work a, too. There's a guy there.
6: That sounds great. Or I'm just start dating a biker. Uh, I guess that's an option. <laughs> what else is a
1: sign of a of a soft target? I'm going to call it a soft target. If you're looking at a house and you're thinking, okay, we could we could hit this one, it'll be fine. And how long do you case a house? Uh,
8: it, it depends on how much time you have. Like um, I told a story about stealing this, this gun from a blind
1: dude. All right. And, I got uh, episode we, one. <laughs> we absolutely have to hear at least the story about stealing a gun from a... First of all, why did the blind dude have a gun? Yeah, that's true. That, that's that's I I second of all... <laughs> uh, how did you know he was blind? Well, the, the, this homie of mine hit me
8: up and he goes, Hey, man, you want to do this job? I go, yeah, yeah, let's go. And he wanted to just go in and get the gun. But he did say, we're going to steal a gun from a blind guy. I'm like, what? But it was like a antique gun. or It had some value of... The dude wasn't going and shooting in the range.
1: But when we pull up to the, the house... I told guy let me just keep this it This is out. the plot of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> <laughs> the Guy Ritchie movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so you're going to steal this expensive gun. Yeah. And the man is blind. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he comes out with a night
8: dog. And I don't know if you've seen those the blind people that like count steps and they go walking on their own around the neighborhood yeah. whatever.
1: With a cane, like with a long yeah. cane. Yeah, and they
8: still had his dog. And um, so when he takes off, we timed him. It took him about 30 minutes. So we came back the next day. He takes off, and we knew we had about 30 minutes. And here's another thing, man. Um... When you go jogging, well, not you, Buzz, but when someone <laughs> goes, <laughs> when someone goes jogging, they don't, they don't lock their front door. All we did was walk in right, right, through the front. Okay. And then uh, when so we're in there, and this dude gets greedy, man. He tries to look for other stuff. We already had the gun. I go, yo, man, let's take off. Anyways, uh, was it like a rifle or a pistol? No, it was in a box. Okay. Yeah, it was. It, it looked like, uh, like a fancy old gun, you know. All right. But anyways, when we're in there, man, I see the the blind dude walks in, I see the door jiggle and he walks in, so I tell my homie, Yo, like stop. And we just get up against the wall and the blind dude just walks right in front of us, goes and lays down in his bed and we just took off, man. He walked in on us. And I, and I I think he knew we were there because wait did you say he had
1: a dog yeah did, wouldn't the dog have alerted him <laughs> that there were people in the house it what was did the, the dog nicest
8: dog, do? dog the, the dog like wanted to play with us I'm like yo move man we gotta get out of here
1: so you what made you think the blind man knew you were in. In his house, I think he smelled us or something. Because when he walked in, he, <laughs> he walked in and then he stood still for a couple of seconds. Well, they do say that organisms deprived of their sight compensate in other areas of human senses. there <laughs> and we probably stunk too, man. So
6: it <laughs> probably wouldn't have been needed too much of an extra sense for that one.
1: <laughs> well, is there any one thing that a, that a house would actually uh, discourage a, a potential burglar, like a high fence or? Anything like bars on the windows, I see that quite a bit in certain neighborhoods where I think they worry about burglary in you, some neighborhoods more than others. You always told
7: me that my my grandparents' high walls always prevented you and your friends from, from, <laughs> from robbing them, because yeah, my, yeah. my grandparents live real close to where Iggy used to grow up, and he says that he would always see the house, my grandparents'
8: house. Yeah, we never tagged on it. We never stole from it. I just knew something was up in that house, man. I didn't
1: want to mess with it. What are the... Ramifications for somebody uh, who gets caught or gets uh, accused of burglary. Is that uh, a violent crime? Is that seen as a as a property crime? Is there any uh, like what would be a first sentence for something like that?
6: Right, so typically it's a property crime. Again, it, as long as there's not anyone present when the burglar goes in, you're looking at a property or a theft crime. Are
1: you saying when the blind man showed back up at the house, by him showing up at his house, it be, it went from being a property crime to being...
6: Potentially to being a robbery instead well, of being a burglary, uh, if he knew they were there. That's, that's, it kind of gets to be a really interesting question of law for that one. But typically when we're talking about a, a first offense for something like uh, for just a breaking and entering type of crime. It will depend on the value of what's stolen. Uh it'll depend on other circumstances uh as well as far as damage done and things like that. So it's kind of hard for me to say here's here's like a standard first sentence. Um Iggy, there's you know you know a lot of folks who've <laughs> actually been sentenced for this. What would you say has been typical among your crowd? <laughs>
8: <laughs> I don't know, like 10 years probably, eight.
6: For a first offense?
8: I don't know anyone that had a first offense. I know <laughs> lifers, and,
6: and that's really what it actually is. Very difficult about burglary is because it's it's very hard to catch and to convict burglars. They're it's one of the lowest uh, arrest rates among all crimes because they happen so frequently, and there's usually not very much evidence to work with. Since
1: you were in the game though, Iggy people have those ring doorbells and they've got the cameras. Wouldn't that make it more likely to identify and prosecute a burglar? I mean, they, they find uh, porch pirates that way.
6: I think that the cameras are increasing the, the rate of of people who are actually charged with or arrested for the crime. Um, But again, there has to be someone to match it with. And so you have to have someone to identify who that person is.
1: I want to ask you a question, and it might come off like I'm throwing shade on the police. I totally am not throwing shade on the police. There are some crimes that the police are more interested in pursuing than others. Is burglary one? I mean, there are some crimes where it's like, somebody I knew stole some money, but they had permission to be in my house. The, The police... Might just decide. Look, there's no. There, we're not going to waste our time on this.
6: I'm sure that the police would I love that. to pursue <laughs> oh, really? all of the, you know, all of the the crimes that are, to, to be but, able to do that. But the resources just aren't there. And clearance rates for things like murder or a bank robbery, for example, would be more important. They've to, got to
1: triage the situation exactly. So, just like, like if any you go with a burg uh, to the police with a burglary, are they, are they probably going to investigate it? some
6: they may. It depends. It probably depends on what uh, information is available to them. If there's, you know, if they can, they might send out someone to take fingerprints. They might, you know, they might just take a statement. Um, they might. They do have a system to look for stolen goods at pawn shops and other places where they might be fenced. So they do make attempts. But
1: I had a, I had a, uh, a recorded confession of somebody who stole over twenty thousand dollars, and the police could not be less interested.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but this, is very- a, this is a Trip, it's not home? Nico.
3: Yeah,
6: I was going to say, wait, you also and have I kn- a witness. No, I know <laughs> who
1: it was. Why it wasn't Iggy. <laughs> oh. I but
7: know th- some people that might get it back for you if you want. Did you not happen to have some role in maybe why that was that money was stolen? Like Maybe you could have been more proactive in checking on it. I could have been more
1: suspicious of people, which is not my nature. Still, like, my
2: favorite is when he came to work all heartbroken about this situation.
7: It was friend.
2: I mean, it was yeah, somebody I his, knew. To and, his friend, you know, he was and, real upset. And Joanna Wait, it was a friend or your
1: housekeeper?
8: It was a stripper
3: No, it
1: was, uh, it, it was I don't want to go too far into it yeah, like Nico, I say, he doesn't
2: want specifics He said it was a friend But nice. I told the
1: police, I said my "Listen, friend.
3: I, Jeez, I
2: how
1: talked did you to miss her that? and she admitted <laughs> And also she's on the bank camp Because it was a check thing Like stealing checks, forging signatures and stuff. Still
2: my favorite is the fact that he goes The only thing that really tipped me off was that it was a, An exact number <laughs> <Like> <laughs> right? Dot
1: zero zero like I, like, hmm. I looked on my bank statement and it's like Why would I have written exactly a five thousand dollar check? Why would I for cash? I didn't do that. So anyway, but my my experience with the police was: Oh, you knew the person; they had permission to be in your house. But I would say, yeah, but the the bank has it photos of this person cashing cashing the checks. I, I have on tape. You know, I'm sorry, I I did it for this, this, and this. Wow! I could not get them to return the call more than once. So this isn't part of our bank
6: robbery episode, (laughs) but one of the things that I learned in the course of interviewing the teller is that the biggest crime that banks are concerned about these days is not the bank robberies, the note jobs that we've been talking about, but identity theft crimes where someone does exactly what you're talking about and tries to pass someone else's check or you know take money out of their account.
1: Yeah, that's probably less risky than going in and sticking up a bank, right? And they get a lot more money. I, I've got a suggestion, and I know somebody that you could uh, interview. I know you, you've got uh, Iggy, who's co-host uh, with Burglar. He talked to Anthony Perez about bank robbery, which is something he had done. Do you want to talk about somebody who pirates uh, movies?
6: <laughs> you mean everyone?
5: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Buzz, everyone. Joanna
1: has the box. Yeah, Joanna's <laughs> queen. Joanna has
5: She's, a box, all wh- right?
1: Why are you dry snitching for. on her man?
5: Hey, I, I'm talking, talking add about for Joanna box. allegedly. Yeah. You
6: allegedly. may not I'm talking think-
1: about her box right now. You may <laughs> not think, you may not think that uh, video piracy is a good topic. But wait till you've done like a hundred of them. You'll be running out of topics, and you'll want to talk to. Yeah. Blackbeard over
7: here, <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that does bring a, g- a good point up. Is that we're we're constantly looking for people who have these stories. Uh, Iggy even has some friends in prison that are going to be calling into the show. Um, so if anybody out there has a story about crime,
5: <laughs> if you've committed a crime,
7: if you've committed or been the
1: oh, victim I, of I one, I know a guy who's currently in prison, and this guy uh, tried to get a hitman to knock off this rival. He ran this like an animal sanctuary in Oklahoma. <laughs> <I run. laughs> And his rival saying? was this lady who ha- also had an animal rescue, and he tried to hire somebody to kill her. So I don't know. If, oh, I would love to talk I don't to, know to him. You, it it actually made some headlines of a couple of years yeah. ago. So if you want to talk to my friend Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an exotic name. <laughs> yeah. uh, the podcast is The Counselor and The Con. Cam Nichols is The Counselor. Iggy Samaniego is The Former Con. And current comedian, and, and the
7: and the email address uh, for people to send in their you know stories is uh, kites
1: to cam right.
6: That, that's what they're called. The email address is counselor and con at gmail dot com.
1: Counselor and con at gmail dot com. You can get the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much wherever you get your uh, podcast. So give it a listen. Well, thank you, Nico. I want you to stick around because I we we binged the rest of uh, Utopia, Utopia yesterday. Yeah. That was my mind blown. exploding.
7: You? Right.
5: you guys are so cute. We,
7: we really need girlfriends. <laughs> so one you, of us needs to get one. You, you are
5: each
0: other's girlfriends.
1: We are okay, not. Are. That's right, why really they don't not. have girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for dropping by. Let's Thank take so a break. Thank you so much thanks for thanks having Buzz. us. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: Uh... I'm just remembering the good old days when Joanna first started working here, and she was so quiet, and she would never give you a lip.
2: Well, maybe if you did entertainment news one out of the three last days. Yeah. You know,
7: that's fine. You know what? Her her presentation is the best, too. She just says it with such a quiet...
2: What did she say? Because I was walking voice. out.
7: She says, it's the Buzz Adams show.
1: Oh, I asked her, should we do entertainment or rock news? And she goes, well, it's the Buzz Adams show.
3: But, yeah. Because but wa- I walked in call.
2: there... Yeah, I walked in there and I told Joanna, "I'm like, so are we going to do uh, rock news, entertainment news, or just screw it? Probably nothing." Because then she goes, "Well, Nico's coming back, so him and Buzz are probably going to have a nice little love no, fest." I'm, and then I'm going to
1: talk about this show, which blew my exactly, mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: love fest, Joanna. So you were right. right, right,
1: right. It's not a, fest, not a
7: love fest. Love fest. Okay, we argue a lot.
2: Yeah, I know. That sounds a lot like a lovers, like an
7: old married <laughs>
4: couple.
2: <laughs> or yesterday, Joanna goes, "It's like a lovers' quarrel." Look at him. Look, Look at them. Look at their faces <laughs> when they <were> fight. <laughs>
3: Sergio because. wants to know if you started
1: watching The Boys on Amazon. I haven't Joanna. seen the second
3: season. <laughs>
7: oh,
1: but
5: you what saw the first. We, I saw the first. Yeah. What did we say? We weren't going to bring this up around Lisa. Yeah,
2: because I'm writing her things like Dude, that's so good from <laughs> Ragnarok, and she doesn't answer me, and I'm like, because now I'm I know how Nazi. Buzz feels. Has
4: everybody watched the last episode? Did you watch the last episode, Buzz? Mm-hmm. When they're like, hey, do you want to uh, do you want to tell him about that dude's there's uh, dingaling? Rap oh yeah.
1: That guys that's a great superpower. Oh,
2: you know what his name is?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Love Sausage. Yeah. yeah, Love Sausage.
2: What? That's his superhero name.
1: He's <laughs> a superhero and a super
7: lover. <laughs> I,
1: I, I'll tell you this. I started reading some of the comic book. So it's, a, it's Garth Ennis, right? Mm-hmm. Garth Ennis. So it's a Garth Ennis comic book, and I got interested uh, to find out more, so I read some of the comic books. Let me just tell you, the, the violence and the nudity and the sex are way, way toned down wow. on the TV show mm-hmm. in the comic book. It a lot is of that stuff insane. for the Garth his
4: comics is shockingly
1: like there's one whole, you know how like Marvel comics, you have uh, house of M or you have civil war, you have all that. There's a whole, uh, series of the boys, which was called hero gasm. So just to give you an idea without, you know, without being too X rated, the heroes in The Boys, every every year or so, they have some kind of alien threat where they have to leave the planet and go fight some hostile aliens or something. But it's mm-hmm. all just a sham. What they really do is go to a resort, and they have all these hookers, and it's they all have the mm-hmm. wildest, craziest, like every sexual scenario you could possibly imagine. So I, I don't know how they would... If they brought that to Amazon, it would have to be x-rated, I guess, but just trust me, the boys on way Amazon wider. is way watered down from what the actual And it's comic still
7: movie. very shocking
4: to see. That yeah. last episode was really good.
1: So this show Utopia's got Rain Wilson uh, in it, and John Cusack is in it, and a real good uh, cast, but and I love also- how
2: you said Utopia, and you got John Cusack's in it, and I'm like, oh, I watched Con Air for the first <laughs> time this weekend. I now see why Nicolas Cage was
7: a heartthrob. See it. it. Was John Cusack? And-
4: he was the he was yeah. the marshal. He was the
1: main
3: yeah. guy. Oh yeah, the, it was his,
4: it was, like remember it was his plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this
1: this show is freaking me out because so many things to them in the show are are obvious references to things that are happening in the news, but they're so topical and so timely. It, it had you. to have been filmed before
7: it was like, filmed before. So so just to set it up, it's about a pandemic. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah,
1: fine, but. And there are some specific things where I'm like, oh, my God, how did they know that was going to happen when they filmed this? And it's based on a British show that ran back in 2000. I want to say 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are so many things. It's like, OK, so there's a vaccine, but they're trying to rush it out and get it Why? to go through the FDA faster. Well, we saw that in the real news headlines that is going on right now. Mm-hmm. This show had to have been filmed in 2019, maybe 2000. 18. And it, I mean, it was just it is too very eerie. freaky. Yeah, right. very eerie. And you kept gaslighting me and telling me that I was just connecting dots that just, didn't. I was exist. just saying,
7: Buzz, like, you're crazy, man. You're just crazy for So seeing, you were gaslighting me. Uh, well, you were just kind of looking for things that were like, oh, look at that connection. They're all kneeling because they're trying to protest authority and they're trying to protest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I stand by that. There was a yeah, whole scene where they kneel yeah. and it was all a form of protest. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, they're, that, they're doing. Yeah. They're doing the thing from yeah. Kaepernick. Um
7: uh, I mean you could look at it that way and see a bunch of people kneeling and be like, oh they're totally making a Kaepernick. Reference. Anyway,
1: what this show just strap yourself in because what I realized in the second to last episode is they have got me to identify with conspiracy theorists. I mean and not just like, oh, I believe that aliens exist I'm talking about people who think they're being spied on mm-hmm. who their own family might be part of the conspiracy I mean and I realized halfway through it's like you get those it. are the good guys I'm <laughs> totally invested in these people who who believe all this stuff if you I, I say if you watch Utopia be careful because you could really get sucked into this vortex and the whole thing is it's on Amazon so if you want to watch it, It really freaked me out. Yeah, watch it at your peril. Mm -hmm. We binge-watched it in two days.
2: And with your entertainment news,
5: that was Joanna Barba. (laughs) Yay!
1: All right, let's uh, do entertainment news. Here's Joanna with our Hollywood Report. Good morning, Joanna.
5: Good morning. It's been so long. <laughs> God, how to do entertainment?
1: I mean, on the one hand, you could make it so interesting that I would never want to skip it. So there's, there's always that
3: shade, savage party of
1: buzz.
2: You just wait until Brandon's out again, and then you have to like deal with her. Every stuff. time
1: Brandon has a Urban Dictionary game, I don't, I don't want to skip it. So
5: we've had it twice. So. <laughs> a few weeks ago after Sasha Baron Cohen was spotted driving down a California highway in full Borat regalia, news broke that not only was a sequel to the cult classic Borat in the works, but that it had already been shot and screened for Hollywood executives. While plot details are obviously being kept under wraps, reports from Collider indicated that the plot will revolve around the fact that the public now knows who Borat is, so he has to go undercover to interview people. Additionally, one Collider source described the film as Cohen playing Borat playing Cohen. (laughs) Given the obvious meta and bizarre nature of the Borat sequel, it could come as no surprise that its official title is as equally insane. (laughs) The official title for the upcoming Borat follow-up is...
1: Okay, hold on. You got it. It's a, so you got, good. You got five minutes. Here we
5: go. Bora, gift of pornographic monkey to vice premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because they just didn't they say like there's one like prominent political figure in the U S. government that they're like it's gonna blow like they're gonna get in a lot of like backlash for this film. But they won't say who it is yet. I'm like, oh. Well, how we, does he
7: still trick people?
5: Well, we will find out when it premieres on Amazon Prime Video on October 23rd. Who was Woo! it? He.
1: There was a news story that he tried to get. Oh, it was Rudy Giuliani. He tried to get Rudy Giuliani. And I guess Rudy Giuliani says that he he figured it out and called Thank God. security or whatever. But.
2: Thank God. Can you imagine? Giuliani's like, oh. Under
1: dude, the, the Wikipedia bullet.
4: page here, it says in early July 2020, Baron Cohen arranged a fake interview with Rudy Giuliani only to burst in during the conversation wearing a pink bikini. <laughs> Giuliani called the police. A few weeks later he was spotted performing pranks at a gun rally in Olympia, Washington, leading attendees to sing along with racist lyrics to an original song and interviewing <laughs> members of the crowd. Yeah, I remember That's that.
2: That's that clip. That we was all the clip saw. from yeah. the Showtime show, wasn't it?
4: The following month he was spotted in Los Angeles dressed as Borat and filming on Two days of filming Borat was uh, required to wear a bulletproof vest due to the possible threats of the scene. Oh. <gasps> in Early September 2020, rumors began to circulate claiming the film was completed, and then it's now coming out.
2: You guys, there's a trailer out. Yeah, and <gasps> it, it just came daughter.
4: out. He's got a daughter.
2: Twenty minutes ago, it says the trailer.
4: Oh. Borat has a daughter. Yeah, I saw. I just saw the headline. It said that uh, new Borat trailer introduces his daughter.
2: Special announcement from the Kazakhstan Ministry of Information. And then it's him walking the streets of Kazakhstan. And
7: I wonder how the Kazakhstan government feels about him using that name for everything.
2: Oh, they were upset about it last time. Remember?
7: But then they, uh, didn't they get a lot of? It was, wasn't it because he didn't film it in Kazakhstan?
1: Oh, they weren't upset that he. He, he goes.
2: <laughs> I'm going to Yankee Land to carry out secret mission to
1: America. <laughs> All right. Anything else in the entertainment news, Joanna? That was about it. You All really
5: right. seemed excited to talk about that yesterday. So oh. I decided to talk about it
1: today.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so apparently well, you he's knocked getting it out of
1: the park again. <laughs>
2: <Thanks>. <laughs> he's getting recognized by people in the streets. So of course. He, so yeah. he had to make it
1: disguise oh okay and when is this coming out october 23rd it's the buzz adams morning show podcast hey we got a uh, phone call on hold don't hang up i'll get right to that call uh brandon you want to do a little bit of uh, breaking sports news yeah. this morning yeah. all right
4: Go ahead. Yeah, it's just a it's a real quick um, but big story that hit this morning because we had the uh, the Titans earlier this week. It was reported that they had multiple positive COVID nineteen tests. They were um, shutting down their facilities until Saturday. We was unsure what they were going to do with the Titans Steelers game coming up on Sunday. It was postponed. They were talking about Monday or Tuesday. As of right now, it is postponed. I don't want to say indefinitely, but it's not happening this week. They will not be playing week four. Titans-Steelers game is off as of right now because there were two more positive tests coming out of Tennessee. One player and one personnel that brings the total to 11 within the Titans organization. You have five players and six other employees that have tested positive for COVID-19. So fantasy owners, if you got Derrick Henry... Uh, Ryan Tannehill or James Conner, Ben Roethlisberger, any of these guys, uh, you're going to want to take them out of your start, starting lineup because they are not playing this week.
1: There was that uh, that that week or so in baseball when it looked like they were really shaky. You know, when Major League Baseball was having so many reports, and it looks like they they made it through. Uh, I don't think the the football situation is as is as questionable as Major League Baseball got during that period. Would you agree? No, it, yeah, definitely not as much. And the interesting thing is the two teams that really
4: had COVID-19 hit them hard, the Cardinals and the Marlins, they both won yesterday. They are in the both are in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they both won uh, the first game of their series. Who's
1: not in the playoffs anymore? Twins. Yeah, Minnesota God, lost again. man. I Every time they've gone to the playoffs since the mid-90s, they have no, been— No, mid-2000s. <laughs> mid-2000s, I'm sorry. mid two don't take a decade from me. Yeah. Ever Although since
4: I didn't mid- think between the mid-90s and the mid-2000s, I don't think they made the playoffs. So. <laughs> it's been a rough patch, man. I texted Kevin this yesterday because he's a White Sox fan, so he was flipping me some crap. And I was like, stop and think about this. The last time the Minnesota Twins won a playoff game, not a series, just a game in the playoffs, I had not even moved
1: to Florida yet.
4: And I was in Florida for eight years. I've been here for five. And there was two years I was in Portland. So think about that. That's how long it's been.
1: Lisa, you ready to hit the uh, rock news in a few minutes? Sure. Okay. Let me get to uh, Daniel, who's called in. Hi, Daniel. Hello? Hi. Hey, Daniel. What's up?
9: Hey, good morning, Buzz. Uh, I was just kind of curious. I mean, um, it's been, I mean, I've been hearing you guys in the radio, but it's like, is it the Trump show now? It's not the Kelly Key show? I mean... Do you get paid just to bash Trump? Or- well, let, let, let me let
1: me ask you a question, Daniel. he's got, well,
4: he's got a bonus structure in his contract. Yeah. Every time
1: he says, "Every time I bash Trump, Trump, I get a dollar." He gets a nickel. If anything, his nipples get harder. That's true. <laughs> let, let, let me ask you, Daniel, because off at his collar. Th- there's there's two different things that could be going on here. Either you're a Trump supporter and you don't like people bashing Trump, or. Oh. You just don't you're not interested in politics and you just don't like to talk about politics. But the way you phrased it makes it seem like you you didn't say I talk too much about politics. You specified Trump. And yeah, to to answer that, I would say he's kind of the focus of a lot of attention. Well,
9: I mean, I mean, I understand that. But I mean, to a certain point, it's like, you know, I wonder if you're losing the listeners because, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of Trump supporters. I mean, I'm
1: not. So you're saying that you are a Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what gets me is you don't you, you don't want me to talk about a guy because you're embarrassed that you support him. No, not at all. When I point this stuff out, what makes you upset? If I were on here praising uh, him to the
3: high heavens, you'd love it, right?
9: You you you, 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 you dissect them like uh like uh like if the like like guy's perfect. I mean, last year or so when Obama was in office, I mean it was four or five dollars a gallon. I mean, just, wait, what? I mean, when Obama was a president.
1: What was $5 a gallon? Gas. He's talking about gas. Right? Well, you know the president doesn't set the price of gasoline, right? Hey, why lube?
9: <laughs>
1: I mean, you don't think that that's one of the duties of the president to set the price of gas. That's pretty much left up to the oil companies and the retailers, right?
4: Railroad
3: commission. Remember, Yeah, on that. Land
2: or Railroad Commission.
9: Well, I mean, there, I mean, there's some good things about it, you know, about him and stuff, but I mean, this is like you just dissect them like... Well, I mean, uh, that's you're
7: all saying I what, I bisect, him? dissect him like he says that you're you're nitpicky. Yeah, that's
9: all you do every day. It's like you get your ratings by the Trump show. I mean, at least at least he's a good president because maybe maybe people listen to you. I just I just get it, you know. Every single day is a Trump thing, you know. It's like
1: damn. Every single day, there's something to be outraged about. Is the way I look at it, Daniel. Look, we're 33 days out from the election. If you think I'm going to start stop talking about it now, you're mistaken. I mean, I don't know. I have a good question. Though. Look, all these Republican senators are kind of backing off because they realize that the end of the road is, is ahead of them. And if there's any light at the end of the tunnel, it's the train getting ready to run them over. You should probably take some uh, a lesson from Mitch McConnell and some of these others and realize that well. you're, you're about to be exposed.
9: The same thing of, of the, the same thing you said about Hillary when she was going to
1: win and she didn't win. So what happens if Trump wins
3: again? All right, I will
7: ask We're this. But yeah. if, but if Trump wins, will you keep talking about him? If Trump wins,
1: no. I, I, I think you'll have to. Okay. I mean, if things keep happening that are so egregious and so, let me put it to you this way, Daniel. From my perspective, if I ignored the things that Donald Trump does that are dangerous and and hurtful to this nation, I would be betraying my country by ignoring it. Do you get that? Uh,
3: well,
1: just, but, but, I know you don't agree with it, but do you uh, get, at least get why I'm not doing this for ratings? I'm not worried about my yeah. ratings. Sure, I probably lost some listeners, but um, there are sacrifices that have to be made in anything you do in life.
9: No, I, I mean, I'll, just I'll just say this. i just say this. I mean, I'm, I mean, I don't know think about politics, but you have the power of the mic. You're like... You're like
1: Yes, and I'm using it for good, and I'm using it for the benefit of the United States, which is a country that I am, uh, am loyal to. I would say, I, I think you just said, Daniel, you don't know that much about politics. I would encourage you to learn well, yeah. more about politics.
9: Well, yeah, but still, I mean, I mean, you have the power of the mic. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I, all I hear is negative, 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 negative about it. How do you say anything positive?
1: Uh, tell me something positive he's done.
9: Oh, right, let me let's put it this way. I'll take your word. If Trump wins, I hope you'll talk about it.
1: Okay? If Trump wins, I'll talk I, about I, it. I, I can promise you the day after the election, I'm going to talk about it regardless of who wins.
9: Okay, let's call it. Uh, let's okay. Call it. okay. <laughs> all right, Daniel. All right.
1: I think we can right. shake hands and, and part its yes, friends. Sir. Yes. All right. Thank you, Daniel. Yes, all right. Good bye-bye. Day. Good day. Goodbye. All right. I do need to dispel <laughs> a bit of a myth here really quick because that is something that, oh,
4: my God, all you do is talk about Trump. Look, it's he is the president. It's a news story, mm-hmm. and we are going to cover it. Mm-hmm. There are things that need to be covered. But I'm flipping through my show notes from today. We started the show with Mickey Rourke walking out of the Masked Singer.
2: <laughs> I thought we did pretty good today.
4: And we then, did a lot on well, that. But then we also went into talking about, uh, oh, we played the Urban Dictionary game. We found out what a rat liquor is. Uh, we then took a phone call from our buddy Chopper about Bigfoot. Uh, We then talked more about The Masked Singer. We took some neckline calls, had a full eight-minute conversation about how everybody organizes their sock drawers. Uh, and then we uh, proceeded to have a full conversation about frozen pizzas, which ones were the best. We got Red Baron, Totino's, uh, I believe Buzz was a tombstone guy. Uh, we also had the counselor in the con on to talk about their podcast. We called Nico and Buzz a couple. They complained that they were not. We moved on <clears throat> to talking about television. We broke down the Borat 2 trailer. We looked at the uh, the skateboarder guy drinking the cranberry juice. That's great. Like and as, that's been today's show.
2: I was going to say it's the most negative one when it comes to Buzz talking about Trump. He was really good today. Like
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have
2: no complaints. Yeah,
4: today was a good day.
5: Well, yeah, don't yeah. ruin it for us. <laughs> yeah, a, there like, will it's be a, bad days. Yeah. Ice Cube
1: song.
4: Today was a good day. <laughs> when I give
1: him when, credit, I, when I get too. a call from somebody, they're like, "Why do you always bash Trump?" I can I, I just want to ask the person, "Well, you probably watch Hannity. Why don't you get upset that he's always bashing Biden, which I'm sure is something he does?" I mean, Look, there's stuff going on in this country right now that I, I won't back off on. And people say, well, you're, you're going to lose listeners or you're going to lose ratings. You really believe it's your patriotic duty? Yeah, I mean, I do. I don't want to put too much. I don't want to overstate what I do, but I think it's everybody's patriotic duty. To call out racism to call out uh, somebody who's actively trying to hurt our country by tearing it apart. Call out I'm,
4: Joanna for her sock bucket.
1: Call out Joanna for stealing uh, movies on her pirate box. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard a lot about the sock bucket, and I'm still curious. It's a bucket for socks. Like it's a simple, my,
3: What do you put your socks, socks in, Nico? In, bucket. Yeah.
1: in
4: a other drawer? Than than, in a dresser? Like a normal person? Across from Buzz's four drawers? Did you know he has four drawers for socks?
7: No? How did you know that? He, he told, told us that. yesterday. Oh.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: We talked about socks. Yeah, okay. for like eight on minutes On top yesterday. of
5: people complaining that we talk about Trump too much, somebody told us that we talk about 90 Day Fiance oh, yeah. too oh, much. Oh, my God. So he asked us instead to talk about our sock drawers. He said, talk
1: about your socks, anything. So we did 30 minutes on socks. And <laughs> that's when
5: everyone found out I put my socks in a bucket.
1: Like, like, do you put them together as pairs or just yes. individual? As okay. pairs. G- get this, though. I asked her, do you mean like a plastic bucket, like a like a, a laundry hamper? It's a pail, it's like, like a, a little, bucket, a metal, a metal pail. bucket.
5: I did say maybe "bucket" was the wrong word for it, but it's like those little pails
4: you can get at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, but bucket's a funny term.
0: I know,
5: right? Bucket like, sock sounds funny. Bucket sounds great. That was the first thing that came to mind. I couldn't explain it. It's sock bucket.
7: Do you have an underwear bucket?
5: I will not be shamed for my sock bucket.
1: I. That's a good question. I, no, I, but I, I, <laughs> what do you keep your underwear in a cornucopia? <laughs> no, they have like their some inappropriate underwear. receptacle of some kind. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: no, they have their drawer. Oh, uh, Virginia in the
4: Facebook chat just said that uh, she has a sock bucket as well, but it's uh, where they have the ones that are all missing the other sock. Mm-hmm.
1: She probably keeps it right next to the dryer, right?
3: I guess. I mean, that's that where you makes usually sense. find
1: out that your sock is missing. Yeah, I got four drawers. I got uh, black or dark blue. I got brown or tan. Mm-hmm. Then I've got athletic socks, which are mostly like ankle or... You know the shorter ones. Mm-hmm. That's three, that's three drawers, and then the fourth one is like novelty. My
4: question is, how big are your drawers? Well,
1: well I mean, I many. used to be about a thirty-eight, but I think ah. I'm down to a thirty-six now, <laughs> around the waist, thirty-two <laughs> length. You know, about six foot one, so that's how big my drawers. You do, are. Do,
7: do you now. wear all
1: those socks?
4: No, you you probably stick to one drawer. <laughs>
1: no, mm-hmm.
4: you don't have to. Probably, you know what this is leading down the path of, right? Buzz having extra socks that we can do Sock
1: Puppet Theater with.
4: Oh
5: my god you said the magic There words. are probably
1: a dozen <laughs> pair of socks that get worn over and over again and then there are some but but they, sometimes it really know,
2: guy, There's some that we could put the little <laughs>
1: yeah, can do a little googly on. You could yeah. yeah. <laughs> little eyes on Yeah, Little googly's. Hey, um, how are we yeah. set on breaks? Are we going to need to break here break, yeah, we break pretty right soon? <laughs> I want to find out Disneyland and Disney World just announced that they're furloughing or laying off Twenty-eight thousand employees. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World, but I've been Mm -hmm. to Six Flags. I can't imagine how those parks have twenty-eight thousand employees. So maybe you can break it down for me because I just can't imagine. You have to
2: think. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Mickey, Minnie.
1: (laughs) 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 They've got a guy who dresses up as Geppetto. (laughs) You Um, laugh,
0: but it's true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: podcast. All right, rock news on the way, and... Promise. I've never been more excited. Well, we got a call waiting, but I've never been more excited about a rock news that I can remember because it involves maybe my favorite band, my favorite band other than the Beatles of all time. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't know that about you. That's like one thing I don't know about you. At least they didn't
7: tell me Gordon Lightfoot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said band. Gordon Lightfoot is oh, oh, a solo okay. is a singer songwriter <laughs> solo artist. All right.
2: He's all not iconic.
3: Oh,
1: musician
2: band.
1: Uh, I see uh, Edgar is on the line, and the the notation from Joanna says, w- "Why do you always bring up Trump, Edgar?" L- let me just. Maybe save us both a lot of time. Is it is it the same thing, or is there some some new spin to this? I understand if you like Trump, you don't like hearing your guy criticized. I get that. Do you have anything newer or beyond that?
9: No, you know I just
1: yeah right. So we could both just.
9: I love you guys, man. Bring up my day.
1: You do what now?
9: He said you bring
2: up his day, like you make him happy.
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear that, Edgar. That's that's nice.
9: Yeah, and but what, but anyway, when you bring up Trump, it's kind of like, oh uh, man, like, don't piss on my Cheerios.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? No, I mean, I, I, I sympathize. In fact, I, I agree. It's, you know, when I see that there's something else that has been done and perpetrated by the leader of our country, I mean, he's the leader of my country, too. It depresses me, but I can't ignore it.
9: Yeah, I understand. Just, and then you hear these guys coming and calling and then and, and just crap talking and just, ah, uh, it gets annoying. And they kind of like want to just put some rock and roll on. Well, mm-hmm. you
1: know, Edgar, at this point, we're talking about Trump because you called in to talk
9: about Trump. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's Maybe there'll be a week with. No Trump talking. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: you remember that movie, the, the Day Without a Mexican? If yeah. we could just have a week. But Trump would have to agree to it. He would have to be in an isolation chamber and not do yeah. anything just uh, awful. Every time
9: you hear Trump, it just cringes
1: me. You well, know? yeah. I think you and I have a lot more in common than, than you know. Mm-hmm. I, I cringe, too. I, I was yeah. sick to my stomach the day after he got elected because I knew what it was going to mean for four years.
9: Yeah, and I'm Actually,
1: I'm kind of surprised it went the whole four years. Guys, it still hasn't, right?
9: Guys, you know, make jokes and stuff like that. And then when Trump comes on, you know, I'm going to put my rock and roll on because I don't want to listen to Trump crap, you know?
1: Right, because you're an admirer of Trump.
9: I don't want to listen to Trump. I don't want to hear anything about politics. I just, oh,
1: you don't,
7: just, don't like politics in general?
9: No, it cringes me. It cringes me. And then just like the debate...
1: You realize we've been talking about politics for five minutes, and it's because you, you brought <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I, I understand.
9: I understand. Okay. All right, Edgar. Okay, I,
1: Edgar. We got rock. We news got rock up, news, Woo! and this is some great news. If you like the greatest rock band of all time, you're going to enjoy this next segment. Okay, Edgar. In yes, fact, sir, I'm, dedicating, rock, rock I'm dedicating. I'm dedicating this to you, Edgar. This is, goes out to you. <laughs> 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 all right, Lisa. Good morning.
2: Good morning. I guess we'll get straight to it yeah. then. Uh, after months of rumors and speculation, it is official. ACDC is back.
1: <laughs> ACDC is back. We weren't sure. We thought they dumped Brian Johnson.
2: We thought they were just smoking on a balcony together. But uh looks like in an Instagram post, they have confirmed that the surviving members, they are back in black.
1: Guitarists- well, the surviving members minus... Is- Malcolm, right? Malcolm left the band because of Advanced. I think he's still alive but he left, right?
2: No, he's dead. Malcolm it, passed away. Malcolm yeah, passed Mal- away. Mal- Malcolm's gone.
1: Who's the guy that wore the schoolboy uniform? Angus. 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 Malcolm's his brother who yeah. would just always sit in the back playing the guitar and, and not move a whole lot.
2: Right, know. so Angus Young.
3: Malcolm died?
2: Where have you been? I thought you loved thought this, this favorite band. band. Yeah. This is your favorite band. Alright, you tell me who else is in the band then.
1: Brian Johnson. Angus Young, uh, uh, please, Phil Rudd. Please, I was gonna say, please say Paul Rudd. Is Phil? <laughs> is Phil Rudd? back after he he tried to actually have
4: somebody murdered.
1: He tried to have somebody he tried to hire a hitman which is the story of the lyrics of Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. He basically did Dirty Deeds in real life but he's back with the band.
2: It's okay. And
1: then I don't know who the they've been through drummers so I don't know who the Uh, drummer is. Phil Rudd's
2: the drummer so (laughs) (laughs) jeez. And I thought you loved this band. I thought they were your
4: favorite. You're like those butt rock fans who only know the (laughs) surface of the material. Dude
1: I know so many ACDC songs that you've never heard. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. The bassist, his name is Cliff Williams. Cliff Williams. There you go. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Johnson returned to ACDC after stepping away from the group. He didn't
1: step away. They kicked him. or Due
2: to medical issues because of hearing loss. No. No, he said that
1: wasn't true. They They, shipped all his stuff to his house. Yeah, he didn't know. He told uh, your buddy that got you into the Metallica concert. Brandon, your buddy that got you in the uh, Brewer. he told Jim Brewer he didn't know anything about it until they they dumped off his stuff in his driveway.
4: Yeah.
2: This is the official statement from me. Well, we know the official. We know
1: the truth. Mm. We know Jim Brewer. You're all
2: liars. (laughs) Axl Rose stepped in for a while during their most recent tour in 2016. Williams and Rudd's future with the ACDC had also been in doubt. Uh, For different reasons, of course. The bassist stated he was going to retire after the 2016 tour, but the drummer tried to kill someone.
1: So you know, different issues. Tried to hire someone to kill someone for him.
2: Oh, yeah. Different. Don't get your hands dirty like that. And yet,
1: and yet, Joe Exotic languishes away in prison for doing the same thing.
2: (laughs) The lineup confirmation. Well, that was in Australia. We're talking about a different country here. Uh, The country. uh, The lineup confirmation follows the tease on Monday of something that was called Power Up. Fans were speculating what it could be, what it could possibly mean. And it looks like now we have a clip of a new song. And here is Power Up. That's it.
1: Hello! What the hell happened? Did you just pull the needle off the record? Because that's what it sounded like.
2: They they did that. <laughs> that was all they gave. It's just seconds. a teaser. Yep, it's just a little teaser that they did. Um the song they fans believe is gonna be called Power Up. But this is just a little tease. Uh, but there you go. New ACDC. Wow.
1: Sounded great. <laughs> Super exciting. You know what I love the most about ACDC? Um, they don't change with the latest fashion. Oh. Like ACDC didn't oh, their go music. through. They didn't go through a grunge period. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go through. Auto-tune. A, they didn't go through an auto-tune. They didn't go through a glam metal. They what, didn't go through a hair band. Were they, still making, mo-
7: were they still making songs though?
1: Yeah, Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've been consistent since the 70s. And they never really kind of went with whatever the latest fad or fashion was. They've just been ACDC, man. That's cool. Some critics criticize them for that. For not changing with the times? Well, for, like a song off of their new album could sound like a song off their first album. Mm. But when you got a thing as good as ACDC... No need to change it. No need to change it. Bro, you just suck it down pipe. That's what I always <laughs> say. Just suck it down pipe.
2: Wow. All right. Speaking of legends, Queens guitarist Brian May, he is on the mend and he's doing okay after he suffered a heart attack earlier this year. Grammy nominee and American Idol runner-up Adam Lambert sings vocals for the band, gave Entertainment Tonight an update and assured fans that the guitarist is fit as a fiddle. He says that he talked to him the other day. He's doing better and he's doing okay. Um, They said that uh, it it would have been very difficult if they were out on tour, so... It's kind of a good thing that because of the COVID pandemic, uh, they were supposed to or they were stuck at home. So uh, they say one of the things about being on tour is that it's like a battery. It requires a lot of energy. It can be draining to people. Um, So they said it's a good thing that right now he's at home. He's able to mend and get it together. So that's very good. All right. Machine Gun Kelly just dropped his new pop punk influenced album that Travis Barker produced called Tickets to My Downfall. And he's sharing more music already. Here's a clip of his newest song. This is called Body Bag featuring Youngblood and Burt McCracken of The Used. And if that beat in the back it sounds a little uh, a little familiar to people like mm-hmm. Joanna and I, that is because it samples Fall Out Boy's classic Dance Dance. Uh, MGK said that he was given the last minute approval from Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump so that they could put the sample inside of the song. And if you've not heard this album, it is so good. Go out and get it for yourself. I am obsessed
1: with it. Nico, do you remember when ACDC went through their emo period? No. Yeah, of course not, because they didn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a You know, you can tell, though, this has such a... Uh, Travis Barker influence to yeah. all of the songs, but they're really, really good. It's basically his entire album is basically the ode to uh, Megan Fox because all the videos have her in it and almost all the songs have her in them too,
4: so it's really They need to have a kid together and name it Phil.
2: I keep calling, him, calling them Megan Kelly.
4: Wait, I are think. they that serious?
2: Yes, dude. They've been inseparable. Phil?
4: Phil, Phil uh, McCracken.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they've been together. So they, they were filming a movie together during quarantine, and they've been dating ever since. And all of his music videos, all of his stuff for the album. I will never understand Megafox.
1: Megan Fox's taste in men. <laughs> if I live to be 120, I will not understand her her, her uh, taste in men.
2: I could I could see the the appeal there, yeah. but the yeah the album's great. So if you can check it out for yourself, and with your rock news, I'm Lisa Sanchez.
1: Can I uh, make a request? What? Can I hear the teaser from ACDC again? What's the name of the song? Power Up. Power Up. Can you play it again? Sure, sure. Or we're assuming it's called Power Up, I guess, right?